Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, an online marketing educator, leader of an incredible global community of female entrepreneurs and a content creator based in Melbourne, Australia. This show is designed to bring you practical strategies and candid real stories of entrepreneurs to help you make marketing, mindset and money your superpowers. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to the show. This episode is where I'm sharing my process for planning out the year along with what my goals are, the key projects that I'm going to be focusing on and how I came up with them. And this is a really good follow-up episode from the previous episode, which was number 116, my 2020 year in review. So make sure that you do go back and listen to that one. Thank you to those that did take a listen to that one and shared that you just loved it. That was really, really cool to hear. I know that I personally very much enjoy those style of episodes that are reflections, getting into the nitty gritty really of what business involves, of what business looks like. And the fact that business can be fun and hard and it can feel in flow and also be difficult at times and that it's not just all amazing 100% of the time. And I know that I'm, well, a long time ago, got kind of sick of the way that business can be communicated in some some industries, some people, and that it's they only share the really glossy, amazing things. And I'm just like, I want more. I want to know what's really happening. And so I'm glad that that episode really resonated with you. Okay, so today's plan, my plan for this episode, this is based on a masterclass I ran in the Modern Marketing Collective just this week, where we really looked at, okay, what do we want 2021 to involve? Now, I like to start this off with really reviewing the year that went before And rather than repeat myself, I actually want you to go listen to episode 115, so two episodes ago, and that one is 13 questions to reflect and realign in your business. And they are really, really good questions that I love to use myself to just assess and stop and actually feel it, figure out for a minute, okay, like how am I going here? What am I enjoying? What am I not enjoying? What do I want more of? What do I want less of? Whose company do I want more of? Whose perhaps do I want less of that's not feeling great? So reviewing those things. So I want you to actually go back, listen to episode 115, those 13 questions to reflect and realign in your business. Then what we're going to be doing is starting at looking at the year ahead Think of it like you have a nice thick paintbrush and you're kind of just creating an image of what you want this year to look like. Now, as we know, our plans from 2020, I don't think anyone's plans went according to plan, basically. And do they ever every year? No, not really. But especially 2020, everyone had to make adjustments and whether that meant their business was even better than they even imagined, whether it was a struggle or whether it was a bit of both as well. 
And so again, this year, we don't really know what it's going to look like. And there's no doubt going to be pivots and changes and the need for agility as well. So rather than getting very, very specific and doing all the work right now in terms of, okay, every quarter, this is what I want to achieve. And this is exactly how I'm going to do it. What I'm doing this year is taking that big paintbrush, creating that big picture of, okay, what do I want this year to look like, feel like, and basically the core elements of it. And then I'm getting, consider, this is like just an analogy that I'm playing with here, but consider getting a pencil and then starting to fill in, in more details, just this first quarter or so, so that that becomes clearer and you have more of that clarity, that detail around the next few months ahead without needing to do that for the whole year. So how do we go about doing that? Well, I like to start off first and foremost with what the general theme is for the year. And I do love to choose a word for the year. Now, two years ago, and I'm hoping I've got this right and that I haven't skipped a year, but I'm pretty sure it was in 2019, I'm going to say, was that my word of the year was calm. So I had come out of 2018 and I had felt a lot of a lot of anxiety, a lot of not feeling in flow, a lot of yeah, discomfort as well. And so I wanted 2019 for me to feel calm. And that really brought itself into the decisions that I made during the year, the things that I prioritized different ways that I approach things as well. And it really did help me make that year one that had a lot more calmness in it. 2020, my word of the year was scale. I wanted to go bigger, specifically with my programs. Now, it's funny actually, because that ended up being very close to the name of the program that I launched last year, which is called Scalable. So my word for the year was scale. And I realized, right, I really want to help other women scale their business with an online program. And that's specifically what we focus on inside Scalable. And you can go to my website, emilyosman.com and check out the links to check out Scalable. And also I have a free class to help you understand how you can add a course or a membership to your business too. So scale as well. So we welcomed students to the Modern Marketing Collective, which is my marketing coaching program and community. We welcomed students from all different countries around the world in 2020. And so my focus on scale really fed into these different projects that I was focusing on as well. And having that global reach. And with this podcast, we now have listeners. Hello to you. I would love you to leave me a review and let me know where you're tuning in from. But I know that we have listeners from 70 different countries all around the world as well. So that's some ways that scale showed up for me. Now, this year, I actually thought I had my word for the year and now I've changed it. So I was wrapping up last year and I caught up with some business friends and we were having a bit of a chat and we were talking about what our biggest kind of realization was from the year. And I said that mine was trust and just trusting myself more. So I thought that was going to be my word for the year. And then I realized that 
kind of a connected word that I feel is one I'm more excited about is the word connection. So connection to myself. And again, that that's based on that trust, trusting myself, trusting my decisions, trusting doing things my own way, the way that feels right to me, but also the connection for my community, the connection between my members in the Modern Marketing Collective too. That's something that I really want to work on this year is, right, How? Like, what are some really amazing, fun ways that we can connect even more so as a community and connecting different people within the community with each other, looking like online events and activities and also in-person events where possible too. So that's the word that I'm using as my, my word of the year in 2021 is connection. So that's how I like to kind of frame things up. So if you don't already have one, have a bit of a think around like, how do you want to feel this year? What feels like a great word to be a theme for your year to really guide you as to what you want more of as well? I then like to go, okay, what is the revenue goal for the year? And so I shared with you in the previous episode what mine was for 2020 and how I went in terms of achieving that one. So this year I've decided my revenue goal is $600,000. And then I also like to have a taxable income goal as well. So a profit goal. We get, like I'm I need to move to a company as well. So I think the terminology may change there. So stick with me. This is not an accounting podcast and this is not financial advice. But what I'm aiming for is the $600,000 in revenue and then $300,000 as a taxable income or whatever that's going to look like in the company structure as well. Just to give you a bit of an idea on the profit on top of that. Okay, so for me, if I don't make it, it's not... Like it's weird, it's it's my goal, but it's also not something that I desperately have to and want to achieve. To me, it's like, this is going to be a challenge, but I'm up for it and it feels cool. It feels fun. And I've mapped that out based on the growth that I'm having so far, what I think is going to be a stretch, but also that just feels right to me as a goal to have. And so I really want to encourage you when you're thinking about your own revenue goals is to sit with it for a bit and to figure out like, okay, based on your own profit margins as well, what revenue would you like to achieve? And then what's the profit on that as well? And not just picking a number because you think it's what you should be earning. It's totally okay if your number feels like to you, you might think, oh, mine is so small compared to so many other people. That's okay. It only has to be a number that you feel good about. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing as well. For instance, you might be someone listening and considering my number and you might be thinking the opposite. You might be thinking, oh gosh, is that all? So we're all different here. And I just want to encourage, like there's no shame and there's no someone being better or worse than someone else based on whether they're earning more or less. It's the same thing with social media followers. You are not a better human. Like, please understand that you are not a better human if you have more or less followers. Same with the revenue side of things as well. It's just a number at the end of the day. And we just, we're just having fun with business, right? And seeing what we can achieve. Okay, so once I've got that revenue number, now 
This is going to depend a little bit on the type of business you have um, and also just your own personality type in terms of how you work best. But I have a spreadsheet. Coden did help set it up for me because he's very good with spreadsheets and just in terms of some of the functions on there. I do love spreadsheets myself and I use them all the time, but he helped me with this one. And this is a forecasting spreadsheet. So I can put put in my figures there. Now, because the majority of my revenue comes from having my monthly recurring revenue from the Modern Marketing Collective, is that it also is basically compounding with growth there. So each month, I basically have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to be earning based on the previous month. And then based on growth, that's also increasing each month as well. So just having that spreadsheet allows me to play around with the numbers of, okay, how many new people, how many new business owners are we wanting to really attract and and welcome to the Modern Marketing Collective each month? Okay, how does that change our figures there? What does that look like in terms of how our costs might change as well? So I get a good feel for what those numbers look like. What I want you to do, set that figure for the year. And then what we're going to do is actually break that down. And remember how I said, okay, let's get more detailed kind of in this first quarter or so is break that revenue number down into that first quarter goal. And what I want you to know is that that doesn't necessarily have to be just splitting that up into four quarters. When I was running this session in the Modern Marketing Collective, we were chatting about, for some people, the second half of the year, especially with Black Friday sales or Christmas sales, they have a lot more revenue during that period than necessarily the first six months. So take that into account as well. And then also take into account that your revenue will likely And again, depending on your type of business, if you have generally much bigger months, uh, second half of the year or something, take that into account. But generally, your revenue should be growing each quarter or so as well, just as a very general rule there. It won't always. So that's as well thinking, Okay, well, maybe instead of splitting that into I want to or need to achieve 25 percent of my annual revenue goal in the first quarter, maybe it's okay. well, I'm going to actually aim for 15 percent or 20%. And if I keep growing each quarter from there, I'm going to get pretty close to that goal. So understand what that one is for you. Then from there, just start brain dumping. What some projects might be, what some ways might be that you can achieve that revenue goal for that quarter. Now, you're probably going to have some revenue coming in already. So I like to look at, okay, well, what's the difference between the goal number and my current revenue number as well? And then what can I do to basically close that gap and to to make that difference in that revenue? So coming up with different ideas. So some of these ideas might be things that you've done in the past that you're like, well, actually that worked really well. Why don't I just do that again? So get those different ideas down. Don't hold yourself back, just get them down because then what we're going to do is actually just take a bit of a look through those. And there may be some that you realize I'm only putting that one down because I feel like it's something I should do, but it just doesn't really get you excited. It doesn't feel like something that would really energize you. So we can start crossing out a few of those projects, filtering them out and making that list a little bit smaller. Now, the other thing that... I've done too, 
is looking at, okay, those projects for the first quarter, thinking about like, what is it I'm trying to achieve with my business? What is that business mission that I am on? What's that impact that I want to make? And how can I best make that? And so I jot down some different projects there. Now, a lot of the time, your ideas, your projects to help you with that financial revenue are also going to be on that list for the vision and the mission. But there may also be some, and I'm going to give you an example, that aren't necessarily going to be the most profitable things you ever do, but might really help you grow in moving closer to your mission. So for instance, one of my projects for this first quarter is holding a member meetup for the Modern Marketing Collective. I really, really want to do one where I'm based in Melbourne and bring together my incredible community into a room so we can just be in person with each other, have conversation, share some delicious food, have some laughs, all that type of thing. So that's not necessarily going to be a big revenue maker for my business, but it's something that feels really important to me and really based on that mission of, and also if you think about it, my theme for this year, which is connection and creating more connection between those in my community. Okay. So we've hopefully now have a bit of a list of different projects and I want you to focus here. So I have four projects for this first quarter and some are bigger than others. Some are smaller than others. If you're looking at your list and you have 10 different things on there, then chances are it's going to be a struggle to get them all done. So I encourage you, it might be just two key projects. It might even be that you just have one project and that's totally okay. Or it may be up to four or five or so. But the beauty of actually mapping out the first quarter is that you know you're not needing to stuff everything you want to do in the year into this first quarter, you know, okay, well, there's time and space for other projects a little bit later in the year too. So we have our projects. What do we do next? Well, for each of these, I want you to really get clear with yourself in terms of how are you going to measure the success of that project? Because it's very easy to say things like, oh, I'm going to grow my audience or I'm going to show up more on social media. So then we want to actually look at how do you know if you have achieved that? And this is what I I often say to my to my students in the Modern Marketing Collective when we do our monthly goals, like goal check ins at the start of the month. If it looks a little bit wishy washy to me, I ask them, "Okay." How are you going to know if you've achieved that? So it's the same with these quarterly projects as well. How are you going to measure its success? So for instance, one of the students, when we were doing this activity, she said that she was going to, she wanted to put on more workshops because she runs these amazing workshops for girls. And so I said, okay, fantastic. What's that going to look like for you this quarter? And so she clarified and she said, okay, that's going, and I forget the exact details, but it was something like, okay, I'm going to hold two more workshops each month for this quarter. And so instantly we can see that it's tangible and it is measurable as well. Okay. From there to get this really actionable, I want you to put down what some of those first steps are that you need to take to help you move closer to those projects, because it's all very well to come up with them, but then we need to make them happen. You do not need to know every single step. And in fact, you're probably not going to know every single step. Do not let that stop you. 
because I know it does. I know that it stops us when we think, well, I need to figure out exactly how I'm going to achieve this whole thing. But we never end up doing it because we're still stuck in trying to figure it all out before we even get started. So just get down some of those first steps that you, you, you're pretty sure you need to do. And then the last thing I want you to do is actually take one action or more if you like today. Let's actually get this going. Let's get this moving. So to use Beck again as an example is when she was saying that she wanted to hold more workshops, I said, right, what is your action that you're going to take today to actually move you closer to it and to get that started? And so she went away and she said, right, I'm going to go contact some venues to chat to them about availability dates to book in my workshops. So tick, 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 that was something that she could then go away and get her project moving to actually make sure that she doesn't just do this whole goal setting thing, this whole start of year planning, and then it just sits there and you never actually use it. You never look at it again. That's not what we want. So we want this to be really, really tangible. Okay, so some of the examples of what my projects are, I have a specific number of women that I would love to welcome to the Modern Marketing Collective for this first quarter. So I've actually worked out, right, what is the number that I would love to welcome? And so that's going to help me get to my revenue goal for the quarter. It's also going to help serve that mission and also the theme of the quarter, which is connections. So uh, connecting with more women in business and also bringing them into my paid community so they can connect with more women too. Also running, actually not running, selling the tickets to my retreat. So my retreat is back, fingers and toes crossed that we don't need to move the date again, but Elevate the Business Retreat is back April 30th to May 2nd. And so I'm not going to be running the retreat this quarter, but I need to start selling the tickets. So they go on sale on Monday. And if you're not on my email list, if you're not uh, following me on Instagram at Emily Osmond, make sure you do so or send me a message if you'd like to know more about tickets and all that type of thing. There'll also be a page up on my website by Monday with the details for that one too. So one of my key projects for this quarter is to actually sell those tickets. So, okay, what does my marketing need to look like? What does my, I need to get, for instance, these were some of my action steps. I need to actually get that website page up. I need to also just relook at terms and conditions to make sure that we're very clear around, right, it's a potential uh, that COVID may see us need to move this. How do we do this? What's fair? So speaking to a, a legal person to help get the terms and conditions. So there's some of the action steps as well. And then I mentioned as well, another key project was actually hosting an in-person meetup for my Melbourne-based students in the Modern Marketing Collective too. And each of those are really coming back to that mission and that feeling of connection too. So that is how I go about mapping out for 2021. I have an idea on what that revenue goal is. I have an idea of how I'm going to get there. And then I really get into the nitty gritty of working out the key projects for this first quarter, looking at how am I going to measure them? If they, if I actually achieve them, what are those first steps I need to take? And then just get into action. Take that first step to actually make it start happening rather than creating goals that you then just 
have no idea how to even achieve and they just sit there while you then go back and get busy into the business. Now, part of welcoming more students to the Modern Marketing Collective is in February, making sure that my audience actually understand and know the Modern Marketing Collective. And that involves actually running a workshop so that you know what the Modern Marketing Collective is going to help you achieve how it's actually going to change the way that you do marketing as well. And so this workshop is coming up in February. It's on the 9th of February and it's an online workshop. So you can attend from anywhere and it's also free for you to attend, but you just need to register. So what we're going to be going through in this workshop is actually how you can make marketing in 2021 easier. And so it's not about adding more and more because the thing is, as business owners, like we do not, and especially as small business owners, we don't have unlimited time and we don't have unlimited resources. So we need to be really, really smart with what we're doing. But the thing is, is when our marketing isn't working for us, we can often fall into the trap of thinking, well, I need to try something else. And so we start adding and adding more things. And it's interesting, actually, because I see so many people that are doing all these amazing different marketing things. For instance, they might have a Facebook group and they're doing weekly lives in their Facebook group and they have a podcast and they're on LinkedIn and they're doing all these different things. But none of them like they're not making a difference to their sales and they think, well, I need to be doing more. And so they look at, okay, what else should I be adding here? When I'm like, you know what? I think you can actually slash that and let's get more strategic and actually understand how you can create a system so that when people actually come across you, first of all, they are finding you and more people are finding out about your business, which is the first part of the system. The second part is so they actually connect with you and they are actually interested and understand what it is that you have to offer. And that awareness then moves into them getting in touch with you and inquiries, joining your email list, whatever that might look like. And then from there, you don't just have followers that are sitting there. You don't just have people that perhaps are on your email list, but you actually have a process in place to move them to buying from you as well. So I'm going to be taking you through, okay, what does a marketing system actually look like? Those core steps, some areas that you may need to work on or tweak. I'm really, really excited. This is a brand new workshop that I'm putting together. So to get your name down, go click the link below this podcast episode. You're going to find a registration page with all the details, put in your name, your email address, and you'll be sent the link for this uh, workshop. And this is on the 9th of February, Australian time slash day. So 9am Melbourne time. So you should be able to find out just by clicking the link under this podcast as to what day and time that is for you, wherever you are based. So go away, get your plan in place, get clear around like what actually feels exciting for you to shoot for this year, this first quarter, and then take that first action to actually getting it done. Thank you for joining me and I'll be back with you next week. Until then, as always, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.